are days that you know you don't love or like your partner, right? Right. But you love them. Yeah, there's <laughs> definite days. I, I, I know that for a fact, especially when it comes to me. I, <laughs> my wife, I think, tells me all the time that uh, <laughs> I hate you, but I love you. <laughs> Marcus's famous words are, I hate that I love you. <laughs> <laughs> Well, hello, hello, everybody. What is going on? Welcome to another episode of Chris and Amanda's Song Swap Showdown. Woo! <laughs> I thought you reached for a button. I was like, he's, he can play the angels. <laughs> I was I was going to, but I'm not not yet, not yet. But I could do this one. <laughs> Welcome everybody to another episode of the Song Swap Showdown. <laughs> Do like all wacky, like morning zoo kind of stuff. <laughs> uh, we've got another awesome episode. Well, they're all awesome episodes. Yeah. I mean, let's let's be real. Absolutely. But we have another awesome episode of the show this week for all of you. And so we're really happy that you can all join us and spend a little time with us and hopefully have some fun. Uh, if this is your first time checking out the song Swap Showdown, well, you're in luck because we always have a great format that we think is a lot of fun. So if you're joining us for the first time, this is how the show normally works, is Amanda and I each share three songs with one another, with one another, with one another, with one another. There you go. There you go. We each share three songs with one another that we don't think the other has ever heard before. Then we listen to those songs and we rate them on a very complicated scale of one to five records, with one being a total dumpster fire and five being music to our ears, the sounds of the pearly gates of heaven. This is Amanda's favorite part of the show, by the way. <laughs> like, just it's, this part. <laughs> Your favorite it's so part of the show. Relaxing. It is very relaxing. It's, it's a, a great beautiful way to sound. Ease into the show. Yes, yes. So, Amanda. As we do every week here on Song Swap Showdown, we pick a theme mm -hmm. because according to our stats and analytics, <laughs> you all like themes. Hey, and we're fine with that. We, if our community likes the themes, well, guess what? We're yep. going to do the themes. So Amanda, what theme do we have lined up for everybody today? Today we're having some fun. And I know that we just specifically said that the show is like... The founding foundation of our show is that we send each other three songs that we feel like we haven't heard before. But in this particular case, it was nearly impossible because we are featuring Motown hits. And to find six songs total that we have not heard before, almost impossible. You almost feel us, impossible. right, listeners? Yeah. I mean, come on. It's it's. I think if you listen to music, <laughs> any kind of popular music of uh, the last 50 years or so, or watched movies, TV, seen yes. commercials, there's absolutely no way you've never not heard at least 
at least one Motown song. I mean, you have to have heard at least one Motown song. At least one or maybe a hundred. So even if we were trying to find maybe some more uncommon ones or lost Motown songs, it's just impossible to stump each other. So it should come as no surprise this week. And spoiler alert, I think we knew all the songs. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we definitely knew the song. So I think what we're going to do now that we're talking about this out loud is what we could do is rate the strength of each other's playlists of the three songs together Ooh. and say okay you know, all right. where do you where do you rank this playlist of these okay. three songs together i think that Ooh. would be good we can rank it on strength of playlist okay so yeah. we will do a ranking at the end of the show yes. Is yeah, that what we'll we're... do a ranking at the end of the show, and like we'd love it. to hear from you, too. So as you're listening, whether you're here with us live or you're listening via okay. um, the replay on whatever Spotify or Apple Podcasts or you're watching YouTube, let us know in the comments below or send us an email. Or even better yet, you could join our Facebook group, uh, which is completely free. You could join our Facebook group using the link in these show notes below, and we'll make a post there, too, so we can hear from you as to which playlist you think uh was better or the strength we'll rate it on a scale of one to five how about that we'll do like we're that. one to five records as we normally do <laughs> i like it and yeah. as we typically also do i'll probably do a reel asking for all of our ig followers to to rank whose is the winner that's right we love that and let <laughs> us know yeah <laughs> i like that yes please rank because amanda has got a lot of followers and so it's always skewed i feel like Uh, there's a a lot of team amanda out there you're not wrong he doesn't know that i pay people (laughs) i pay my mm. your fan club (laughs) i pay my fan club see normal fan clubs are like they pay to see you i have to pay people to be part of mine oh stop (laughs) Your fan club is very natural. Is natural. (laughs) No, no pay to play with Amanda Sharp (laughs) and her fan club. Uh, (laughs) Amanda Sharp, let's kick this off. Let's get into it. Uh, Who wants to go first and reveal? Not that there's a big reveal because if you're reading the show notes, you know exactly what songs we've picked. However, if you didn't read the show notes, then you'll be surprised. Let me dive into yours first. Okay. All right. I feel like I claim that spot most often on our show, but that's okay. Okay. So Chris's first song to me this week or first song to his playlist for the week was You've Really Got a Hold on Me by The Miracles. Mmm. Listen to that butter. Just that butter right there. Smokey Robinson, man. So good. Like, Listen to these songs, all these songs. I'm going to say it right now. The songwriting is just incredible. It's just incredible, incredible songwriting. Oh, gosh, it's so beautiful. It is such a great song. And I feel like why I really like this song so much, and I already told Chris, this song almost ended up on my list. Yeah, you did. We're just so in tune (laughs) like that. And the first lyrics out of the gate on this song are like, I don't like you, but I love you. Like that doesn't, is that not just marriage wrapped up in a nutshell? Pretty much. It pretty much sums up marriage. (laughs) There are days that you know, you don't love or like your partner. Right. Right. But you love them. Yeah. There are definite (laughs) days. I I, I know that for a fact, especially when it comes to me. My wife, I think tells me all the time that, uh, (laughs) I hate you, but I love you. (laughs) Marcus's famous words are, I hate that I love you. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yeah, so, that sums that up. Yeah. <laughs> so when I hear this song, it just makes me smile. And I, I just feel like it's written from a place of exactly what we just explained. And it, that's why it's such a classic hit. It is. It is a classic hit. And some 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 history and facts about the song. Actually, from all these songs, I, I was able to find a lot of information on songfacts.com. So, nice. um, so a little bit of background about this song is that uh, Smokey Robinson wrote this song while thinking about Sam Cooke's Bring It On Home To Me. Uh, Cook would sometimes perform at Robinson's church with his group, The Soul Stirrers, and Smokey was a huge fan. Cook's song finds a singer apologizing to his girl after casting her off promising to treat her right if she comes back you really got a hold on me is the same sentiment but the roles are reversed the girl mistreats the guy but he loves her unconditionally so he wrote this song when he was in new york city negotiating a publishing deal and not pleased with the way the talks were going he says that he wrote the song in his hotel room with the intention of writing something controversial which he accomplished with the first line I don't like you, but I love you. <laughs> <laughs> and such, you know, this was such such a conflict and unhealthy sentiment was rarely heard in this songs of the era. So I thought that was I thought that was uh, pretty interesting. And of course, we know that the uh, the Beatles recorded this in 1963 as well and performed it in their last movie, Let It Be. Um, this was their, uh, the Beatles were the first big British band to come to America, and they admit they were influenced 100% by African-American music. Robinson admired the admission and felt they helped the black artists by covering their songs. So, you know, and we'll find that a lot as we go through. Mm-hmm. And I forgot, like, you know, you read, the, like, oh, the Beatles covered the song. The Beatles covered the song. The Be- it's like, you know, because they were just huge fans. I mean, and they, they took these songs and, like, did their own renditions of them, which sure. were great. But go back to the originals, man. Mm-hmm. The song, this song's great. I mean, I don't know. It's just smooth as butter. <laughs> it really is, as so many of the Motown songs are. It's just butter. And I said that the other day. Marcus is like, what do you mean when you say butterly, buttery smooth? Buttery smooth. He's like, that doesn't make sense. And I was like, it does too make sense. Smooth like butter. <laughs> smooth like butter. It's a saying for crying out loud. So yes, Motown is smooth as butter. So it, uh, I'm reading this too. Little little fun facts. Smokey yeah. Robinson sang the song on Sesame Street in a sketch where a giant puppet, with a giant puppet, <laughs> you, grabs onto him as he sings it and ultimately carries him away. <laughs> I'm like, I gotta go watch that clip. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> we'll have to do a reaction video to it. Yeah, we'll have to go to find that clip. That's great. <laughs> so, so funny. Yeah. So, so I, I will just say I sequenced my playlist like this on purpose. So I wanted to start with the the uh, the, the smooth, the flow, you know, the vibe. Because all my songs I feel like are, are a little – are much different from one another from Mo, from a Motown um, catalog standpoint, sure. but I wanted to just not be everything, just be like the up, 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 like, you know, da- I wanted to kind of show some of that. So this was programmed for a reason. So that's why I chose this one to be my first song in my sequence of songs. Really great starter song for your playlist today, Chris Baglio. I like it. And I will not say a rating at this time because that's not what we're doing on this show (laughs) no today today we're rating the strength of the playlist we're going to be rating it on a scale one to five records how all three songs play on each other's playlist so that's what we're that's where we're going to do the one to five records on 
And uh, by the way, once again, uh, if there's any Motown songs that you dig, uh, let us know in the comments below and we will uh, we'll bring it up and share it. And also, if you like what you hear on the show and you'd like to support us, uh, head over to our Buy Me a Coffee, uh, which you can get to Buy Me a Coffee link in our show notes below. Um, I was just realizing I haven't updated our newest link on our <laughs> captions here, so I'm not going to show this one because it's going to go nowhere, but the link in the show notes will definitely take you somewhere. <laughs> so if you think we're doing a good job and you want to support us, please do that. And we also have got some levels there as well. And spoiler alert, not really a spoiler alert, but <laughs> we've got, well, we have one new t-shirt design in the store now inspired mm -hmm. by that hit Netflix show about a bunch of teenagers. Mm -hmm. um, so we have a new shirt in the store now with that logo. And we also have a brand new logo that will be debuting uh, this week and we'll be making shirts and all kinds of other merch out of that. So stay tuned for more for sure. I love it. All right, Amanda, your song to me on your Motown playlist is I, I had a feeling this was going to show up on your list. <laughs> Like, this to me is such an Amanda song. Such a great song. So we've got the Mary Wells classic, My Guy. What an amazing song. I mean, I, I feel like we're going to be saying that about a lot of these songs. I agree. But it's, a, it's such a... Like, I listen to the quality of these songs, and that's the only thing. I just think the songwriting is incredible like, on all of them. It's just phenomenal songwriting. Just in the delivery of how they sing it is just impeccable. Yeah. We got it. Not surprised at all. I think that might be rap. Sure. <laughs> no, this is Nick from Clubhouse. Oh, Nick. Sorry. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> I have. I know you guys. I'm sorry. Some of your Facebook users are coming through as a Facebook user. So I have my phone up showing who it is, though, because I hate that. So, Nick, thank you for yeah. commenting. It's that it's that Facebook privacy setting. <laughs> yeah. You know, insert eye roll. Yeah. Um, so this song I mean, who hasn't seen yeah. the, oh my gosh, what is the show called, the movie called with Whoopi Goldberg? Sister Act. Sister Act. I was uh, And they replaced, they replaced the line with my guy my into God. my God. <laughs> <laughs> and I just think that's so clever. So every time I hear the song, I also like think of that movie. And fun fact, I won tickets to see that movie in the theater by calling Tower 98. Ooh, what, was there a trivia question or was it like caller number whatever? Yeah, caller number something because we all know Amanda wouldn't have won if it was a <laughs> trivia question. And I mean, it just goes to show how often I used to call the radio show, you guys. Over and over. I've done that too. I've won tickets on radio shows. I, I used to. I used to do that. I used to time it right too. I would. I had a whole system worked out. It was good. And for the baby listeners out there, you used to have the whatever the button is where you could hit redial. Basically, was it just a redial button? It was. Yeah. Well, you could have it save the last number. So yeah, it was a redial. And um, and if you timed it right, you could get right through. So I would like yes, you waited. Yes. You didn't hit it right away. You, you gave yes. it a beat and then hit redial. Absolutely. So you pre-called. So it was in your redial. Exactly. <laughs> you were ready to hit the redial. And there was a big strategy to trying to win. So I Absolutely. I did win some Sister Act. And that was one of the first movies that I think I've seen in the movie theater outside <laughs> of Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> so a little bit about this song. Um from songfacts.com is Mary Wells, uh, my guy. This was her actually her last solo recording for Motown. Um, oh, that's 
sad. Yeah, she was the first female star for the label for Motown Records, and she also became the first to dare to leave when 20th Century Fox wooed her with a $200,000 advance and, a pot- and potential movie roles, and she officially left Motown in 1965. Um, Barry Gordy did not like that. <laughs> and so he actually coerced radio stations into keeping Wells' new records off the airwaves. <gasps> but she still scored a hit with Ain't That the Truth and Use Your Head. Nevertheless, her relationship contract with 20th Century Fox dissolved the following year, and she bounced from label to label and eventually retired briefly from music in 1974 to raise her family. Mm. So this song was actually written and produced uh, by Smokey Robinson, and um, basically he, uh, in addition to fronting, obviously we were just talking about Smokey Robinson and Miracles. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also wrote and produced many of labels early numbers, including other Wells hits like "The One Who Really Loves You," "You Beat Me to the Punch," and "Two Lovers." And in 1965, Smokey Robinson wrote a song similar to "My Guy," but from a male perspective, that was a huge hit for The Temptations. "My Girl." My girl. My girl. Interesting, right? I. So he's going to be like mentioned on half of the playlist, if not more. Well, it's 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 just it's how can you not? I mean, he's such a huge part of Motown Records. And, you know, as much as Barry Gordy, you know, I mean, Barry Gordy and Motown Records. But Smokey Robinson was um, was one of the people who started. He he helped Barry Gordy basically start Motown Records and form it into what it was. And he was one of the big songwriters. So. Uh, you know, it's it's going to be absolutely it's absolutely impossible to have this discussion about Motown Records and not have uh, Smokey Robinson's name involved. Mm-hmm. You know? Love this song. Yeah, my absolutely. guy. And he actually performed a softer rendition of this song when he delivered Mary Wells's eulogy at her memorial service in 1992. Which was that's super sweet. Oh, that yeah. is sweet. Yeah. And uh, once again, um, this was the song. We're talking about the Beatles, even though the Beatles didn't cover this song, uh, this was the song that broke up the Beatles' famous monopoly on the top five U.S. chart positions of May of 1964. So the Beatles had owned, at that time, spots one, two, three, four, and five on the U.S. charts, and this song finally broke that up. <laughs> Look at Mary. And you know what? Probably, how fitting, because they wouldn't probably mind being broke up by such talent. Yeah, I mean, for real. I mean, it's, you know. It's a, it's so funny how it's like the Beatles, Smokey Robinson. There's just so much like going on around this time that it's just it's like we were just saying it's impossible to have the discussions about these music without have, having these names come up. Yes, oh, I love yeah. it. So, my guy. So that's starting out my playlist, Chris Baglio. All right, I like it. I my like it. I like it. I, right. It's a, it's a great pick. It's a very good pick. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right, Chris's song, second song on his playlist was Let It Whip by Daz Band. Love it. I love this. I love this buildup. I want everyone to listen to this closely. Right? Does it not, like, also sound like it could become Beat It by Michael Jackson? Do, 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 do. Do, 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 do. Right? Oh, yeah. What up? What? Listen up. So good. Do you know what the name Daz means? The Daz? It means danceable jazz. Ah! (laughs) (laughs) That seems so fitting. Yeah. Danceable jazz. Such a good song. Like, come on. I don't mind. How do you not? 
How do you not listen to this song and get into it, man? I mean, come on. This is guaranteed that you, you're going to move. You're going to get up and move. So good. It's so... It's such a... Danceable jazz. I don't know that I can find a better way to say what it is outside of what you just said. <laughs> yeah. That's Dance what it means. Jazz. That's what that's what the Daz means. The Daz band. Yeah. Boom. Yep. This is this is a happy beat. It's a good one. It's, it's a good one. It's something. It's something. Yeah, I mean it's obviously, you know, it's very indicative of the time, you know. I mean, it this basically came out. Um, in the 80s. So this was actually a number one on the Billboard Hot Soul Singles in the week ending Saturday, May 29th, 1982. So it hit number one on Billboard's Hot Soul Singles. Mm-hmm. It was written by Reggie Andrews and Leon Chancellor. <laughs> so you know what you yeah. just made me think of when you said that out loud? What? You know, like if you fell asleep in the middle of the night, you'd wake up and it was like the a CD. They were selling CDs. Right. And, like, this would be on one of the CDs that they were selling. Like, the greatest Motown hits. Greatest Motown hits. (laughs) 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 But, like, all of our songs. Our songs this week could be an infomercial. Yeah, you're right. You know, like, uh, like (laughs) is that Freedom Rock, man? We'll turn it up. (laughs) It's like... I can see it. I can is see that Motown it. hits? Yeah, it is. The greatest Motown hits can be yours for three easy installments of nineteen ninety nine. That's right. <laughs> you get hits like the Daz, Let It Whip, and then it's like, yes. <laughs> I hope everyone else can see it in our in their heads well, the way that we are. <laughs> definitely a certain age range here we're talking about. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> no, no one, no one born in. I would say, I would say, I don't. I was gonna say, no one born in the nineties. I don't think 90s, is gonna remember probably. late nineties. Is gonna remember those <laughs> PSAs, those commercials for like whatever collection. You know, they're the best though. Hot jams. <laughs> I'm yeah. dying here. There you go. Get your Motown hits from Columbia House for twelve cents. Exactly. <laughs> yes, that's Dave. Dave Manley, right. by the way. Get your Motown hits from Columbia House for only 12 cents. <laughs> then after that, you only have to buy 17 more CDs at regular price of $20. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. That is so great. Now, y'all remember getting, like, the stamps and stuff in those, like, packages, right? I did like, it all the time. Oh, my gosh. The same. Like, I would play with the stamps. Like, it was so much fun. I always fell for the scam, but I was able to get a massive <laughs> CD collection out of it. <laughs> <laughs> always fell for the scam man this is true you don't have yeah. to try very hard to <laughs> scam <Right>. us <laughs> <laughs> oh okay sorry i took us down a rabbit hole <clears throat> that's okay it is a okay so um just looking at the story about this song so taking this from uh, actually classic motown.com uh talking about the song they were saying that um, Dazman said, we wanted to create a song that could make that they could make a dance out of, said Leon Chancellor in a Billboard book of number one rhythm and blues hits. A song that was different in that it would be something that no one had ever really talked about on a record. What kind of lyric content could we talk about that could end up being a dance? And Reggie came up with the idea of a whip. <laughs> <laughs> it's great. It's great. <laughs> It's such a good song. <laughs> it is such a good song. Oh, 
it's great. So I, I think really, really good second choice for your playlist, Chris. It's such a fun tune. It's, it's, it's such a fun it's tune. Danceable jazz. Danceable jazz. You, I mean, you got it. That's definitely a turn it up moment. Like if you're like driving in the car, you know, like you just hear this, you know, you're in the car. I'm pretty sure I even skated to this. This I mean, it's got probably, good beat. This was probably a skate rink song. I would, it would have had it. How could you not? I can do the box to this. Yeah. Woo! Let it whip. Woo! <laughs> <laughs> Music makes us so unconditionally happy, and we hope it does for you, too. Absolutely. <laughs> hope you all watch the video version of this later on if you're listening to the audio version. <laughs> so true. So true. So All great, right. great second song, Chris. Thank you. Thank you very much. All right. Your <laughs> second song on your Motown playlist is. Here's another song, by the way. Do I even have to say what this is? I think. Well, I will. So. Oh, the Tears of a Clown, Smokey Robinson and a Miracle. That little bit in the beginning. I, I want to go back to that real quick. Like, it's so great. That is an iconic open. <laughs> oh, it's so. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Such, such a great open. A dun, 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 Let's know exactly what you're in for. It's literally like this is the flare up in the sky. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> this song is about to move you. And go. Go. <laughs> Love it. Such a good song. Such a great. So, Smokey Robinson actually based this song off of the Italian opera, opera Pag- Pagliccia. I'm going to go with that. Sorry. I, I know rap so, is by listening. Yeah. Dave Manley's Man- coming oh, in with yeah. one of the few song, pop songs to mention. However, you just referenced that. Pagliccia. Pagliccia. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> <laughs> um, which is about a clown who must make the audience laugh while he weeps behind his makeup because his wife betrayed him. In the last verse, Robinson sings, just like Polichia did, I try to keep my sadness hid. And he heard the story when he was young and found it very intriguing. Stevie Wonder actually came up with the music for this song with top Motown producer named Hank Crosby. They recorded an instrumental demo and asked Robinson to complete the song. It was a common practice for Motown writers to write and work on each other's songs at the time, which is what we were talking about when you see like all these names keep coming up a lot. Robinson listened to the song for a few days and decided it sounded like a circus. He came up with the lyrics based on the clown. I was trying to think of something that would be significant that would touch people's hearts, but still be dealing with the circus. Said smoking. So what was that, Policia? Of course, the clown who cries. And after he makes everyone else happy with the smile painted on his face, he then goes into his dressing room and cries because he's sad. That was the key. So I never, you know what? I actually never thought of the circus kind of feel like that. He thought it sounded like a circus. That's actually so. Like I was just like, I guess it is very circus. Like I never thought about. Just with a Motown jazz yeah. beat to it, it's it's right. And <laughs> um, Ashley Feller is coming in with the tambourine on this song. Like I, oh yeah, really <laughs> would love to be in a song playing the tambourine. I feel like I could really excel and nail it. <laughs> you could definitely, I think definitely, I could definitely own nail it. it. Yeah. 
So, <laughs> yes, comments are showing up in the chat, but I'm not seeing the, the names. Sorry. Oh, Let's, here's here's a lot of stuff here. Oh, there we go. We'll try and a few pop songs to mention. Yep, I see Dave. Yeah, I don't know why. It's this is Facebook guys doing their their privacy thingy. I don't know why, um, but it is. Yeah. Let's see, I also love ABC's tribute when Smokey sings. I hear Dave violins. Well. Great. Oh, and here's the. Thank Holly you. Ch- Paul- Thanks, <laughs> I still can't. I still can't say it. Right. I'm a terrible Italian. <laughs> Um, you're a terrible Italian. <laughs> I have. That's my excuse. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> Let's see here. So there is someone just asked about how many. I'd be curious how many movies a song has appeared in. It has to be an outrageous number. Ooh. Uh, I am looking right that now to Nick. see. <laughs> I am looking on songfacts.com to see if they have they have cover versions. In the UK, the song was re-released in 1968, going to number 34, 1979. A cover version by The Beat, also known as The English Beat in America, made this number six. And their version was titled Tears of a Clown, Tears of a Clown, leaving out the. Uh, this was also an influence on the 1979 song Bed and Breakfast Men from a UK ska band, The Madness. The ska band. Yeah. Smokey Robinson sang this with Stevie Wonder at the Grammy Awards in 2023 as part of a Motown tribute where he and Barry Gordy were honored. Oh, that must have just happened. That just happened last night. It did. It did. <laughs> I'm like, wait, 22. That just happened last night. Yeah. So as a recording, this is the day after the Grammys. <laughs> it just goes way past my bedtime. Yeah. Well, you know what? So it's not saying on songfacts.com where the movie or the song has appeared in movies. So I'll have to, we'll have to do some research on that. But it probably has been in a lot of movies. I feel like I've absolutely heard it. Yeah. Dave has a really long comment. Oh, here it is. <laughs> Man goes to the doctor, says he's depressed, says life seems harsh and cruel, says he feels all alone in a threatening world where where what lies ahead is vague and uncertain. Doctor says treatment is simple. <laughs> Great cloud. Policia is in town tonight. Go see him. That should pick you up. Man burst into tears. He said, but doctor, I have Policia. <laughs> I'm saying that all he wrong, knows. and I apologize. I am murdering <laughs> that name. I'm just, I should have practiced that before we went on today. <laughs> <laughs> I can imagine with a ton of enthusiasm and tambourine, Amanda. <laughs> and that's Ashley Feller. <laughs> yep, and another TikTok I'm, idea for you. I'm yes. <laughs> I'm, I need a tambourine. That's all there is to it. All right. I'll tambourine incoming. I bet there's a kid one laying around. I, I look around my office like, there's probably a kid one around here. <laughs> <laughs> there's probably a kid tambourine there's probably in probably here. a kid tambourine. <laughs> Why there would be, I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Oh, so look at all this good conversation coming out of Such Tears good conversation. of a Clown. Tears of a Clown. Mm, great so song, good. though. Great, mm. great song. By the way, charted number one in the U.S. and the U.K. when it was released in 1967. As it should have. Yep. Number one. I feel like our songs are kind of, our playlists are kind of matching up up to this point. Your, yeah. My guy, and then you've really got a hold on me. It's kind of a similar-ish yep. thing, and then the tears of a clown and let it whip kind of changed the the tone yep. a little bit. So your third and final song to your playlist, Chris, was "Do You Love Me," but by the contours. The, by the contours. And I think, <laughs> I think the most famous 
Well, I won't even answer what my thought is. What does everyone think when they hear this song? What do they first think of, like, movie-wise? You know what everybody thinks about it. I know, right? <laughs> you know what everybody thinks about it. Except I can't dance. Ever. You can't dance. <laughs> I mean, everybody <laughs> absolutely thinks of Dirty Dancing. Everybody thinks of Dirty Dancing immediately. You know, but I, I, the song is great. I mean, Dirty Dancing aside, which like definitely gave the song like like re, definitely rebrought yes. it and and you know introduced it to a whole at that time a whole new generation of of people who probably never heard it. You know, especially younger people at that yeah. time. Like that song and that whole scene with the dance. I mean, it's just. It was great. It was perfect. And it was much like how TV shows, you know, are using songs yes. now from yes. from the 80s and, you know, the 70s and, and, and kind of having this resurgence. This is like the same thing happening um, back in the night when Dirty Dancing was released. Like that soundtrack for Dirty Dancing, this song in that scene, like made that song come back to life after, what was it, 27 years or whatever it was? Yeah. 26 um, years after it charted. TikTok after it would have been released. around at that time. Yeah. Think of how even bigger it would have blown up. Yeah, I mean, this was, 1988 was when it was featured, and that was a re-release after 26 years, and it's, at that time it charted at number 11. So when this song was released in 1962, it was charted at number three. So it went back up into the charts onto number 11 after it was in, after it was in Dirty Dancing. I love that. Just a classic. I yeah. mean, you can't not bop or something to this song. Oh my gosh, it's it's amazing. It's such a great, great song. And the uh, and here's some things I didn't know about it. That once again, I, I I love going back and finding the history of some of these songs, especially when you think about like what we're talking about, like the Motown system of like other musicians worked on each other's songs and were written and yeah. you know and so this also had a very interesting backstory which was this was actually written by Motown president Barry Gordy who originally wrote it for the Temptations but mm. they failed to arrive for the recording session <gasps> are you so kidding at the same time in a different Motown studio the contours arrived to record it must be love but Barry Gordy had other ideas and he asked them to cut do you love me instead the song became one of Motown's first hits, and it stood out amongst the time because it was more tame, because it was, um, sorry, it's sexy sound standing out um, among the more tame offerings on the charts, mm -hmm. which were dominated by artists like Neil Sedaka in the Four Seasons. So this mm. song was risque for the time, for sure. Um, and it was, uh, The Temptations would be another two years before they finally had their hit with The Way You Do, The Things You Do. Um, so... Fate would have it that the Temptations did not show for the recording session and the song was given to the Contours. And then they were just able to get it done. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. What's uh, so Joe uh, Joe Bingsley of the Contours told Mojo Magazine in February of 29, 2009, the story of the song. We had just had we had just left the record shop and we had turned at the studio. The doors were always open in those days. Barry was down there at the piano and said, I want you to try the song I'm writing. He told us he wanted the backgrounds to go, and we sang it. Try it again. I didn't quite like it, he said. After about a third time, he said, that's not right. I'll give it to the Temptations instead. I told him, <laughs> don't do it. <laughs> we did it again, and he said, that's exactly how I want it. Coming in tomorrow morning, and we're going to record it. So we did. He originally said, I didn't like the song because it reminded me of Twist and Shout. This song ain't going to do mm -hmm. nothing, man. 
That same week as we released it, the following week it made the charts. I turned around and said, I love that song. Did, did I change my opinion? <laughs> of course. We realized later that the Temptations could have never sung that song because it wasn't suited for them, but Barry had motivated us to sing it the way he wanted it. The song peaked in popularity just as Motown launched their first Motown review tour showcasing their acts. The contours were the stores of the show, igniting crowds with Do You Love Me? What a... Just timing is everything, is it not? Timing is everything. It's And I love hearing it. I love... It's like, here's a song. Barry Gordy wrote it. I originally wrote it for The Temptations. You know, timing is everything. But for whatever... You know, he actually heard... You know, for him, it was like he heard the contour. The contours had the better. And, you know, look at the gift we have. That song... Mm-hmm. Iconic song, and then being then 26 years later in Dirty Dancing, and now all these years later in 2023, still... You put the song on and I don't it's know. It's so true. You can't help but like want to like, you know, go dancing and like get like you can't like once again, it's a song you can't not move to. Mm-hmm. And everybody loves. It. I mean, it's it's like, a, you know, it's a wedding staple, you know, yeah. whatever yeah. Any wedding you go to. The song's getting so played. True. It's uh, and everybody gets up and wants to dance mm-hmm. and have a good time. It's it's a feel good song for sure. It's you know, I think that's just Motown music and in most cases, it's so timeless. Yeah. Even though it has such a different sound to what we're used to now, it it just weathers the storm of age. It And it crosses all age boundaries. Yeah, it really, um, it's just, I think we, we always talk about this on a show. It comes up, like the quality of a really mm-hmm. good song, regardless of the genre it was written in, yeah. a good song is a good song. Yep. And you could take that good song in pretty much any genre and redo it and you know, because the, the foundation of that song is, is just good. Yeah. It's it got all the right components. And so it translates into anything. And there's a few songs. And I re- I feel like this is one of these songs where, like, it just, you know, everybody knows it. Everybody can hear it. And everybody can have a good time with it. I, I, whatever age or generation you're in. Agreed. Yeah. And Dave, it always amazed me how many songs Barry Gordy wrote. I always think of him as the label runner, not as a musician. And I agree with you. I agree with you, Dave. I, I always always think Barry Gordy, founder of Motown Records, you know, definitely a label guy, found these acts, but like you do forget about the 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 songs that he wrote. Like that. <laughs> it's and I've said this many times, it just amazes me how effortlessly some people can write songs. It just comes to them. You know, they just they have that they have that talent and that gift for hearing melody. Um for for they they have that gift of of melody and uh, songmanship and they just they just know how to make it work and that's one of the things that I've always I've always loved about you know hearing these stories about songwriting and who does what and and who contributed on what song uh, you know what's also curious about the song too is that you also had you know we're talking about covers and like people who have good songs so I mean you had the Dave Clark Five recorded this in 1964 as the British invasion was underway, and the rendition actually hit number 11 in the U.S. on March 8, 1964, and the Dave Clark Five played it on their first of their 12 appearances on the Ed Sullivan Show. So this was another band that, that took it, another British band that, that took this song and made it their own and had a huge, huge hit with it. And also, um, talking about where the song was also featured, is it was also featured in a 2016 Pepsi commercial, Starring Janelle Monet, and in the spot which debuted during the Super Bowl, Monet dances to the song before entering another room where she goes through a time warp and joins the celebration to Madonna's "Express Yourself." So, 
I do mm-hmm. want to take a moment to thank our sponsor, Campsite.bio, yes. for sponsoring the Chris and Amanda show. Um, we love Campsite.bio. If you look at our show notes, you will see it. It is in there. We'll say it says all links. And that's one of the things we love about Campsite.bio is the fact that it is definitely the best way to convert our, our community into actual customers if we want them to do that. But basically, it takes them on a journey. Everything we have is right there in one spot. So yeah, you can go to our website and get a lot of links to things, but also it has the links where you can listen to the show on all the different platforms. Uh, it embeds our Spotify playlist for this. So if you want to check out all the songs we talk about, you can easily go to our campsite.bio and click it. It'll say, uh, Song Swap Showdown, Playlist 2023, and boom, you have the player opens right up in there, as well as our YouTube channel. You could watch YouTube videos on there as well, and our Spotify player also integrates too, so you can listen to the audio version of the show right from campsite.bio. You can also have our mailing list. So reason why I'm telling you all this is because if you are looking for a way to reach more people, to um, convert the folks that are following you on Instagram, on TikTok, in an easy place where they can interact with you, well, campsite.bio is the way to do it. It's completely customizable. It's uh, data and analytics galore. If you're a, if you're a data nerd, uh, <laughs> for 100%, it can integrate with any of your marketing programs. So if you're doing any kind of paid advertising, anything like that, you can track where their traffic is coming from. So that way you can get better informed decisions and tweak your marketing strategy. So we absolutely love campsite.bio. And because... They are a sponsor of the show, and our gift to you is that if you use the code in our show notes below, you'll get $10 off their pro plan. Now, you can sign up for free, and the free version is great, but the pro plan is the thing that gives you access to a lot more of the special features that really make campsite.bio a very, very powerful tool for you, whether you're a marketing manager, um, a marketing agency, or your content creators like a man and I, it is a great way to do it. So... Definitely, definitely, I urge you all to take advantage. At least try it out. Download the free versions. Mm-hmm. Try it out. See how you like it. And then use the code to get the $10 off on your pro plan. Any <laughs> final words on that, Amanda Sharp? You did it so beautifully. Well done. But that's why we like when we have sponsors or something yep. that we're so passionate about. The words come easy. Yeah, 100%. I mean, we've been using before, and I will say in all transparency, like 100%, we've been using campsite.bio for probably about a year and a half now um, before they were even a sponsor of the show. We are just huge fans of what they do, and I not only have my personal stuff uh, on campsite.bio, but I also have the show here, and I also have my business. I also have someone else's business, and I have the trade organization that I'm the president of on Campsite.bio. So I'm using basically Campsite.bio for five different accounts, and it works great. It really does. So I highly urge you to take advantage of it because you can see just by what I was saying how versatile it is within your business or um, your personal projects, your creativity, whatever it is you're working on. So take advantage of it for sure. Boom. Boom. <laughs> Here we go. bio, baby. <laughs> All right. Amanda Sharp. Chris Baglio. Let's talk about this. Yes. Your last song. Yeah. Amanda, what is it yeah. that you want? What do you Bloody! want? <laughs> what is it you want? <laughs> Let's talk about another iconic song. Gosh. It's like icon after icon. I always loved this song, and I always loved this part where it just breaks down. It's just the drum. The 
best things in life are free. Like, how awesome is that? This, I love the rhythm section in this song so much. So, like, oh. I think this has been in a gazillion commercials. Absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, <laughs> man, I love this drum sound and a bass and the timbre. It's just, it's just, this slamming rhythm section, man. That love don't pay my bills. Preach it. <laughs> Preach it. <laughs> That's what I want. All right. Gosh, so we could just get lost in that. Man. Song. So money. That's <laughs> what I want. By Barrett Strong, by the way. So in case anybody doesn't know who the singer of that song is, that is Barrett Strong. And according to songfacts.com, um, this late heard song about the love of money earned lots of cash <laughs> for Barry Gordy and helped get his Motown label off the ground. Uh, this was originally released in 1959. <laughs> it's amazing. 1959. It's amazing. This song is still iconic. Yeah. People still know this song. Charted number 23 when it was released. It was the eighth single released from the label and became the first hit. And also, so it hit number 23 on the Hot 100 and number two on the R&B charts. Originally released in August of 1959, the song didn't hit until it was re-released in early 1960 on Anna Records, which was a label formed by Barry's sisters, Anna and Gwendolyn Gordy, along with songwriter Billy Davis. Anna Records had a better distribution system in place at the time, which helped them to promote the single. Barry Gordy started calling his company Motown Records in 1960, and it became one of the most successful and respected labels of all time. Barry Gordy wrote this song <laughs> with Jackie Bradford, who contributed to Motown as a writer, and in it also an administrative role, she and Gordy had previously written two songs for, Jack, for Jackie Wilson's first record, and on money, they turned the sentiment, money can't buy happiness, on its head. Instead, insisting that the best things in life are not for free. This was the only hit for Barrett Strong as an artist, but he wrote many more classic songs with fellow Motown writer Norman Whitfield, including Papa Was a Rolling Stone, War, and I Heard It Through the Grapevine. Growing up, Strong was a member of the gospel group called The Strong Singers, and he was just 18 years old when he recorded Money. And the voice sounds so much more mature than that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Just yeah. so good. So speaking of the song's been used, right? So this song was actually used, if anybody remembers, which is one of my favorite movies, is 1978's Animal House, which is an absolute <laughs> – that, that movie but movie holds up, holds up. If yeah. you haven't watched it in a while, go back, watch it. It's still a hilarious <laughs> movie. Um, and in 1985, was actually featured in one episode of Miami Vice. <laughs> Really? I just watched that whole series. And <laughs> what know. two British bands covered this song? Well, I'm going to say the Beatles. Boom, That's boom, boom. One. Boom, and boom, then, boom. <laughs> and I don't know what the other one would be. The Rolling Stones also covered it as well. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. So the Beatles and the Stones both both covered the song. And I, I love the Beatles version, too. It's actually, I feel like the Beatles version is very, very faithful to sure. to this. Just um, obviously you've got the production of uh, difference but i have always like i said i've always loved the rhythm of the song that the rhythm track is just great it's i great. love the drums i love how it breaks down it's like dun, 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 dun. oh just <laughs> and then when it comes back in it just sounds like it's slamming i love it <laughs> absolutely dig it a pair of what are those things drumsticks <laughs> <laughs> is that what you're drumsticks 
Yup. You know those those things that yeah, you beat pencils, on the drums. The pencils that you use on a drum. Yeah. <laughs> I good graciousness. Why could I not remember that? And I couldn't remember sister acts. What is wrong with me today? It's Monday. You haven't had enough coffee. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Yep. Enough pencils and you could do that too. For yeah. twelve cents. For, for for just twelve for just twelve cents. <laughs> You can get a tambourine, some yeah. drumsticks. Yeah. <laughs> oh, listen. <laughs> Dave. Dave, oh, get Dave. your campsite that bio site from Columbia House for 12 <laughs> <laughs> That would be a funny promotion. That would be. That we'll would have to talk really to him be. about that. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I, I love I love that song. I mean, it's great. It's it's great. It's, I, it's just the thing is I feel like there's nothing negative to say about any of these songs, by the way. So, I mean, if you couldn't tell. Yeah. But, um, okay. You know, this was hard because we, we had done a show like this last mm-hmm. year. We mm-hmm. did a Motown episode, and that was difficult. And we had such mm-hmm. a great – we had songs by Stevie Wonder. Um, we, we had Smokey Robinson. So, I mean, we've got a lot of, like, these names come up. But there is just that mm. – felt like such a golden error – Mm-hmm. And it lasted for not just like a couple of years. It was decades, decades of like great, great music that came out of Motown Records uh, by these artists. And it, it's just, once again, just the, the strength and the magnitude of like really good songwriting, how yeah. songs can transcend time. It doesn't matter. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. song was written in 1959. Okay, yeah, maybe the production's not like up to 2023 standards, but the quality of the song mm-hmm. and the song itself is like just doesn't matter. It doesn't matter when it was written or released. It's just still a really good song that people like can listen and go, oh, I like that. That strings a chord with me. It makes yep. me want to dance or it makes me feel a certain way. It doesn't matter that it was recorded in the 50s or 60s, you know? Absolutely. At least that's my thought on it. I agree. I think all of them on our list are just like five records. If we yeah. had to do it, I mean, all right. All right. So we've got your list, my list. Your, your list is... You've really got to hold on me. Let it whip. And do you love me? Yep. Let it whip. Um, so I, if I have to rate this playlist. If you have to rate the playlist as a whole. A playlist as a whole. I don't think I can come in anything less than five records for your playlist, Chris Baglio. I really don't. It's excellent. Yes. Thank you very much. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. And your your list was, just to recap your list, your list was My Guy by Mary Wells, The Tear, Tears of a Clown, Smokey Robinson and the Miracles, and Money, That's What I Want by Barrett Strong. And, you know, you had such a great combination of songs that are all like movers. And once again, I love that. The, that the tears of a cloud man it's just such an instant like music cue that like oh no matter what i'm doing oh wait hold on clown is on <laughs> like it's, it snaps you out of like anything i feel like. yes yes oh, it's so such a good song so yeah i mean your playlist this week was was tight it's a tight playlist it's good and it's really hard to not also have anything under five records because mm-hmm. There's no stinkers. <laughs> <laughs> There's no stinkers in Motown. There's no stinkers in Motown. There's definitely um, not in this playlist. That's for mm-hmm. sure. I mean, it's a strong playlist. And so we were talking about this before we came on, is that if you put all six of our songs together, which you can listen to mm-hmm. on our playlist on Spotify, it, you could literally listen to all six of these songs in a row. If you were to just take those six songs 
and play them all back to back. It works really well. It's a very yeah. nice. Now, it's not the definitive Motown playlist or anything like that. But if you just want six songs that are just going to like brighten your day up, get you moving a bit, make you feel a certain way. Those six songs, it's tight. It's tight. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> so it would play from our songs today, the six magical Motown songs, and then it would immediately jump into Ashley Simpson's <laughs> Pieces and then, of Me. Yeah, then it yeah, immediately <laughs> goes into Pieces of Me, TikTok, and Party in the USA. <laughs> so we're diversified here <laughs> in our musical choices. Yeah. I, I challenge anybody to listen to any of our playlists that we've done over the last three years. Oh my gosh. Put them on put them on shuffle. Oh good. There's grief. nothing like going into Kill Switch Engage and then going into the Carpenters. It's it's truly outstanding. Yes. Next time you have a party, we would love to actually see that. <laughs> you put our playlist on, yeah. you hit the shuffle and see what the conversation pieces that would happen though would be it's mu- it's, amazing. It, you're playing musical roulette. yep and your guests will love it your guests will absolutely love it when all of a sudden miranda lambert's on and then it goes into the misfits they will appreciate you for that (laughs) it's great it's really great and and this this year's playlist is shaping up to also be another wild ride i mean it's already looking like at the like since we started the show in january of this year like our our third our third season it's already an eclectic playlist that if you even put shuffle on this it'd be insane <laughs> you're in for a ride a we fun ride so much fun yeah so, so much fun so yeah it's i love this theme this week i think it was fun i always get, it's a treat to have to have to listen to motown with any yeah. other purpose outside of just easy listening and so it was really fun to do some research and you know it the thing was, the deeper I tried to dive into finding some like lost legend songs, I just yeah. couldn't. Like, I just kept exposing more and more popular, amazing songs. So, we could do probably 10 more themes of Motown and yeah. still not even scratch yeah. the surface. Well, yeah, I know. I mean, we could do like eras of Motown, you know? Yeah. Like, there is the 80s era of Motown, which is definitely, you know, some good hits, but there's some hits, hits or misses there. Um, but it's, It'd be interesting. Yeah, I mean, definitely the deep cuts of, of Motown would be mm-hmm. uh, would be a fun show to do. Like, really, like, deep cut stuff would be would be good. That would definitely take a lot of research. So It we'll would. It. it would. If you want to hear that, we will do it. Let us know. <laughs> it <laughs> Let would us take, know. Yeah, it would take a lot more time, I think, to, to yeah. find those special songs. But, but we will okay. do it. That's okay. That's what we do here in the show. That's right. That's, that's right. That's what we do here. <laughs> that's what we do here. Well, uh, with all of that being said, we appreciate each and every one of you for hanging out with us today, spending a little time with us, giving us a, a moment of your time to hopefully make your day happier, brighter, and hopefully you go and, and maybe you've discovered some new music you'd never heard before. Maybe Motown wasn't really your thing before, and maybe by us talking about it, you're going to go check out some some great Motown artists, um, Spotify. I mean, they all do a great job curating playlists, so um, if you're a Motown fan or just exploring Motown for the very first time, I highly recommend going to check out some beautiful music made. I mean, truly outstanding songs that I feel like I've I've said it a ton of times today, but have truly stood the test of time for mm-hmm. sure. Agreed. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, thank you all so much for hanging out with us today on another episode of the Song Swap Showdown. As we were saying, if you'd like to support the show, if you like what you heard, feel like we deserve to be rewarded for bringing you this 
outstanding entertainment, uh, feel free to go over to our <laughs> Buy Me a Coffee and feel free to make a contribution there or join one of our membership tiers, uh, as Dave Mattingly has done. Mm -hmm. We appreciate you, Dave. Thank you so, so much. much for your continued support of the Song Swap Showdown. And uh, new T-shirt coming your way, Dave. <laughs> new T-shirt coming your way. And speaking of T-shirts, yes, we do have in our merch store right now another way to support the show is to head over to our merch store. Uh, we do have a new um hit Netflix show inspired theme <laughs> uh, uh, shirt going on right now. And we will be releasing our new logo shirts coming to the store very shortly uh, going to happen very soon. So keep watching us on social and, and everything else. If you're a member of our Facebook group, then you already know uh, you're in the know you're in the exclusive club, but yeah, make sure you join our Facebook group where we're constantly posting, whether it's music news, music related questions, uh, discussions around the show videos. A lot of times we'll put videos up there first before they hit YouTube. So, and all that is a hundred percent free. We want you to go in, join our community there. It's always a lot of fun, always a lot of great discussion. And, oh, shucks, you're going to make me – yeah, Dave, sorry. We're making you Thank blush, you, buddy. Thank, Thank you, you, Dave. We appreciate all your support there, buddy. And if you'd like to be as cool as Dave, definitely join <laughs> one of our membership <laughs> tiers and, and help us support the show. Uh, other than that, we appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you all so much for checking out another edition of Song Swap Showdown. You could follow us anywhere you get your podcasts. That's where you can catch the audio version of the show. Of course, you can watch full episode replays over on YouTube. You can also check out our highlights of the show and our music video reactions that we've been doing on YouTube. Right, Amanda Sharp? <laughs> They're always fun. They're always fun. And yeah. We got one last comment coming in, and I didn't know who it was from, but it actually is from Dave. <laughs> but I actually got really offended. I was like, excuse me? Because this yeah. is being as cool as Dave would be a step down for anyone. I'm like, excuse oh, me stop who it, said Dave. that? Stop and then it, it actually is Dave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> stop it, Dave, for sure. But I don't have to, like, go fight anyone. <laughs> no, I'm in, I'm in this. Mama bear claws almost came out. I was out. like, excuse me? <laughs> <laughs> Mama bear claws almost came out there. <laughs> Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, we did the uh, Strawberry mm. Switchblade reaction video. So, yeah, check that out. We also posted a – we've been posting now uh, regularly there with uh, some video reactions to some music videos, some mm -hmm. classic stuff, some newer things. So check it out there. Uh, we appreciate you. Thank you, guys. Really do. Um, any final words, Amanda Sharp, before this we This has been so much fun. Anytime we can go down the you know lane of Motown is a good day. So fun. Absolutely. All right, everyone. Make it a great week, and we will see you soon. Bye, everyone. To get notified every single time we drop a new episode of Chris and Amanda's Song Swap Showdown, just hit that follow button wherever you get your podcasts. If you're interested in becoming a sponsor of the show, please use the email address in our show notes, and we'll get right back to you. And last but not least, Please feel free to follow us over on our social accounts on Instagram and TikTok at Song Swap Showdown or join our ever-growing community in our Facebook group by using the link in our show notes. Thanks for listening. <laughs>